You're tuned in to Tux FM 107.2. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday evening. And, you know, COVID restrictions are easing up. Everything is going back to normal. Life is getting back to semi-normal. Not everything is normal yet. But, you know, people are once again getting out there, mingling, tingling each other. Mm. You know, making friends, making more than friends. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All of that good stuff. And so it seems that if, you know, people are getting more comfy with each other in the streets or in the sheets, Mm. it's just about time that we bring back the platform where we're going to be asking answering and discussing all the topics that you've been wondering, all the stuff that keeps you busy on your naughty nights. So it only makes sense that the Tux FM sex show comes back. Woo! It is definitely woo! It is definitely going to be bigger and better. Because bigger is always better. <laughs> And so you are joined by your three hosts of the sex show for this evening. So first of all, my name is Kirsten. And as you can hear, I am not alone. I am joined by James and Jodal. And we kind of thought, you know, seeing as it's the first time sex show, let's start breaking the ice by telling you why it is we wanted to be a part of it. So tell you what, I'll go first. Okay. If that's okay with you guys. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'll allow it. <laughs> so I, I guess I wanted to join the sex show, not necessarily because I'm having these questions for myself, but because I believe that it's important for us to have an open, honest conversation 100%. about these sorts of things. There's a lot of misinformation out there mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of questions. And so we kind of see ourselves, I hope, as being a bit of a gap for answering those questions. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I wanted to be a part of it because um, for better or for worse, I feel like I'm a bit more experienced in this in this kind of, you know, in this field. And I feel like me being more experienced, I want to welcome people who are new to it. I want to welcome people who are new to sex with open open arms, open legs and open mouth, all of that good stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. And also for me, I think that um, what I wanted to join was because I used to view sex with a lot of shame mm. and a lot of guilt, especially growing up in a very religious space. So since like finding myself and coming to uni and having a lot more conversations with my friends, I found that those conversations were very important and helped me become more comfortable with sex. So in that sense, I think it's important that we continue the conversation on, yeah, on this platform and tell people that sex is not a bad thing. It's nothing you should be ashamed of. Hey, there we go. That was, yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. So with that being said, we're going to be chatting a ton tonight. We'll be talking about our first times and the awkward moments that come with um, our first times and first experiences. Then we also have something called naughty thoughts that we're going to be getting into, as well as experimenting with friends and asking for a friend, which is a great time for us just to come and ask those questions that um, we are unsure about. And then we also have something called hit or miss that we're going to be getting into. And I'm so excited about it all. So it's going to be a fun night. I'm so excited for it. So make sure you are going to be keeping it locked right here on Tux FM. Tux FM 107.2. You're tuned into Tux FM 107.2. This is the sex show. And right now we're busy talking about first times and awkward moments. And I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say for everybody to know, nobody's first time was good nobody's like whoever says that it was they're lying to you don't believe them they're full of nonsense because personally for me i won't even say mine was bad it was atrocious i regret it very discouraging james and okay this is very discouraging it wasn't it wasn't atrocious because of like a universal issue that like everybody's gonna face it was atrocious because of the situation i put myself in what was the situation so 
I was at I was at a bar and I was enjoying myself. You know, I was having such a good time. I was smiling. I was laughing, and I was naked. So my I, I wasn't thinking right. I was drunk. All of that. Mm. And I look across the bar, and I make eye contact with a significantly older man. Oh, James. And now, <laughs> yeah, like full beard, and <laughs> like I even it's 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 bad to the point. Like I can acknowledge now he was he was balding as well. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! No, it's like it was like early onset balding. Okay. Like he wasn't like regular balding. Don't make age. it better, James. No, this is bad. I have, <laughs> to, I have to defend, defend myself. Yourself. But yeah, anyway, we make eye contact. I'll skip the boring details. You know, I go over to him. Yes. I you know spit a bit of game. And essentially, we go down to his car in the basement parking lot and no. get it on. There weren't even tinted windows in the car. Oof. So it was... I just feel like you set yourself up for failure, though, because yeah. you chose the worst environment to have sex for the first time. It, yeah. I feel like if you had maybe gone into a bedroom with a bed and that be maybe or maybe even a comfortable space because a car is just so crampy and it just Oh no, it was one hundred percent my fault. I take full blame for it. Yeah. Um I feel like if you had a better space it would have been better. I remember with my first kiss though, I literally I was not expecting that at all. I was at a mate's place. We took a walk and I got with his friend and um, we were waiting because they went into the shop. So him and I were waiting outside for everyone. And then he literally just stuck his tongue in my mouth. And um, 14 year old me didn't know what to do. And I freaked out and pulled back. And he saw that I was like caught off guard. And then he was cool because he then just hugged me and like, you know, comforted me. And then we went back to his place. (laughs) And then uh, we went to the backyard and then we kissed again but this time it was so much more better because i don't know why everything was just flowing the lips were lips in and mm. i don't know what it is about heterosexual men but they really do be thinking that sticking their tongue immediately down it's someone's the best throat. way to start yeah i don't know what it is it's the same with gay men don't worry don't oh, be it's just men. it's just yeah, men it's, it's an men. issue with men. men are the issue i'm glad we've pinpointed this yeah. problem but I actually wanted to ask you, James, so you had this really crazy first time. Did you not feel a little bit awkward maybe the next time an opportunity came around to have sex? Did you not feel a little bit apprehensive to go into that again? No, I'm very, very good at bottling things up and absolutely <laughs> burying memories. I, I honestly, I just, I said to myself, it was a dream and I left it, it at that. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It wasn't real. Nobody even knew I did. Okay. So like they all think, thought I was like, you know, throwing up in the bathroom or something. And I just ran with that story. You know, embarrassing as it is, I ran with it because, you know, I can't have them knowing that I was busy, you know, doing the uh-uh with somebody who doesn't have a hairline. <laughs> so there you have it. It's first times and awkward moments. And so we're going to be delving into a little bit more of this a little bit later on in the show. Not only the awkward experience itself, but also how, when you've had that awkward experience, do you get up the courage to try it again? So do stay tuned for more. We are Tux FM 107.2. Tux FM 107.2. You are tuned in here to the sex show with myself. My name is Kirsten. I'm joined by James and Jodell. And we are taking over your naughty nights here at Tux FM. So now James and Jodell have already shared their stories. Tell you what, in the interests of fair play, I'll share mine. So uh, the first time I had my first kiss... And I had a very similar experience to you, Jodell, actually, of the tongue shoving down, wet, not cute, all the way around my lips you where there should not wet. be moisture. 
Wait, it was though. This is a description of how bad it was. But okay, had the first kiss, and I was. I remember thinking afterwards, is this it? Is this like everybody makes such a big deal about kissing? This person actually happened to be my boyfriend at the time, and am I going to have to go through this experience every time he wants to kiss me now? To the point where I actually avoided kissing him. I think it was for about two weeks. Two weeks. We saw each other. We hung out, did the whole holding hands, everything. But the actual kissing part, we did not get to, I think, for two weeks later. And I was dreading it by the time we actually got around to it. So it, it can be very difficult to get back into that. How long ago was this? <laughs> just like, High school, James. It was. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> now, I was just wondering how recent it was. You know? Wait, so every time you saw each other, there was no kissing or even a peck. No, a peck, yeah, but I'm talking about an actual, let's say makeup. A lamza. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Mm. One of those wet ones, as Kirsten <laughs> says. Honestly, I think it, it's difficult to get back into it. I know because I've had a lot of really bad encounters. Yeah. And it's difficult to get back into it. But end of the day, you just have to tell yourself that, like, don't rush it firstly. You know, go into it when you're ready to go into it. Don't Don't rush into it because everybody else is. But at the same time, don't waste the time that you have. Like, don't take too long to get back into it. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. Also, we forget that we're all humans and we're all figuring it out at the same time. So, like you said, I agree. Do it at your own pace, especially especially with sex. When you get to uni, everyone is doing it. And you feel like, oh, I'm the only one in my group that's not having sex right now. Just because all your friends are having sex doesn't mean, oh, I need to go have sex. If you want to wait for a special person, a special time, whatever the case may be, that is something you should definitely do. And then with a kiss, just... You learn, hey? The first one might be bad, but then you just get into the mojo of it and then you find out, oh, the tongue can do this and the man is turned on when my tongue does this to him. Uh, and then it just like flows and works and goes. So experience is definitely something that will help and that comes with time and that comes with experiencing with different people or the same person, whichever one, but don't shy away from it. I think actually touching on a very good thing there, Jodell, is that whether you are having sex with a specific person in a relational context or whether you're going out to the strip and you're banging their one random one night stand, I think that communication, it's a cliched thing to say, yes. but I think communication is so important. And the more that you uh, experience these things and you learn about your own body and what turns you on, I think it's important for you to express that to your partner when that moment comes whether you are in a relationship with this person or whether you've just met them, you need to say, listen, that's uncomfy. Listen, I prefer this. It, it's so important to speak it out because otherwise what you're going to walk away from that, you're going to have another bad experience. Yeah. And people get so scared just speaking about um, like, oh, I would prefer this because they don't want somebody to look at them in a weird way because they prefer something else. So no matter how the other person feels or um, what they think about the situation, just always do what makes you feel comfortable because you're the main character in your own life. Like just always remember that and um, that's where we're going to leave things for this first um, conversation we listen we have so much more to chat about so you do not want to go anywhere make sure you keep it locked right here on Tux FM you're listening to Tux FM 107.2 you tuned in to Tux FM 107.2 this is the sex show with myself Jodell Kirsten and James and I told you about an interesting fact that I had found on social media and I was so shocked when I read this it got my mind spinning did you know that the ancient Greeks made dildos out of bread? Excuse mm. me? They made dildos out of 
bread. This doesn't make sense to me. No, my question is fresh bread or like... It's bread. <laughs> I don't know. Jason's not even. He's just already hopping to. If I were to do this, how would no? This because go about? have you never seen fresh bread? Fresh bread is like hard. It's got a hard outer shell and it's like crispy. Like there's sharp <gasps> edges to. Oh, <laughs> No, yes. you know what my problem is? I don't even have a problem with the sharp edges. It's the crumbs. Whether oh, the, bread, yeah. the bread is fresh or stale, it's got crumbs. It's going to get it's all... It's just going to stay in there. It's bread. They just looked at this bread. Somebody looked at bread and was like, <gasps> "Yeah, I'm going to use this tonight. Or maybe they were busy satisfying themselves and they were like, I need something more and something intense, something for me to climax. And then they saw bread was sitting there and they just grabbed it and then started using it. Like, you know, sometimes bread comes in like that round shape, like a baguette almost. <laughs> or like knotted bread. Mm, Even mm, worse. I literally just thought about a French loaf this entire time, but it could have been a slice of bread. They uh, literally took a like, slice no. of bread. You don't think it was a slice of bread? No, I think like a baguette would make the most sense, you know. It's like got that elongated shape. But Does now my question sense? is, once they realized that bread was a satisfying thing, did they start making molds that are going to be the optimal oh. shape? You know, did they start saying, oh, no, if you want to make a bread dildo, this is the recipe like that pottery. you have to use now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but my question is now, you know, they decided to use bread. Was this coincidence or was it, you know, multipurpose? Like, are they using oh. it because... Afterwards, <laughs> yeah, they can. They, like, they're a little. They want a little snack. Yeah, afterwards. like a little snack afterwards. You know, get rid of the evidence. Is okay. So I've actually just done a little bit of research here because this is ridiculous. I had to go and check it. So they did, in fact, not only use bread dildos, but according to a very helpful article I have over here, for lube. Right. So obviously, because I mean, bread is dry, right? So you need something, I'm assuming. Also, the person might not be as wet as well. Yes, exactly. Okay. So for lube, the ancient Greeks used olive oil with this bread to play around with what is probably the earliest form of a sex toy. Genius. Is that safe though? <laughs> like, is it safe to be putting olive oil inside your body? That's actually a good question. I don't think so. I personally wouldn't. I have a very sensitive body, so I'm not going to try and get an infection. I Listen. just feel like, what was the reaction? I just want to find out. I wish I was in a room with all these people and I just could see all of this. I think maybe the ancient Greeks, there wasn't much there. You know, there wasn't TV. There wasn't much to entertain them. And the resources were low. And so they had to make do with what they had. I guess I they guess. did. Jodel, thank you. So. You've given us a very interesting, naughty thought for this evening. Can I please just say, um, your bread loaf sitting in your res or your apartment at home right now? No. <laughs> Don't do it. If you're after tonight, whatever it is you have plans for, not the bread, please. Rather do a cucumber. Now you can, of course, <gasps> take, stay tuned here for Tax FM. We still have Asking for a Friend coming up, Hit or Miss, and a very interesting conversation about experimenting on your friends. All of that coming up. You're listening to The Rhythm of the Campus, Tax FM 107.2. Tax FM 107.2. It is your sex show for this evening. And I have a bit of a story, a bit of a dilemma, I think, that maybe I can put forward to the panel for this evening. I have a friend... And she has been friends with another girl for a very long time. They've been going to varsity together. They've been friends for a few years now. And suddenly, this girl starts acting a little bit weird. She's, you know, being a little bit more flirty. She's dropping some hints. And the other night, 
uh, she invited my friend out to a gay club. And whilst they were in the gay club, yes, there was a little bit of alcohol involved, but it became quite obvious that this girl was straight up hitting on her. She wanted to dance with her, possibly even go in for a kiss. And it made my friend very uncomfortable on a number of levels. One, she's quite sure she's not gay, so there was that. But number two, and the bigger one I think that I'd like to discuss now, is the fact that this person is her friend. They have quite a close relationship and she's aware that now she's being hit on by them and it's difficult now to bring that up at risk of ruining the relationship. So I don't know what your guys' take is on experimenting sexually or romantically with friends. It's a tough one and it will end in tears. You know where the danger is? The I don't think so. I feel like experimenting with your friends is actually a good thing. Oh? I feel like you can learn so much about yourself and the things that you like and just use that knowledge for future references. But aren't you worried that you're going to lose your friend? Then like that very much makes them not your friend anymore. No. Well, listen, in a bit, we're going to get into it and I will be telling you why it is the best thing or a more of a positive thing to be doing. So make sure you keep it locked right here on Tax FM. My music, my life, my Tax FM. You tuned in to Tax FM 107.2 and show we spoke about experimenting with friends. We just touched on that topic of conversation and we're going to get into the nitty gritties right now. So I'm all for experimenting with your friend. I think that it's a good idea. One, because um, you have a space, safe space with them. You feel comfortable, like they're not going to judge you, whether you mess up or, you know, it's it's chilled vibes. It's not as serious if I was going to get with some random stranger out at a club for one night. And um, I think that you can learn a lot from experimenting with your friends. I think that your friends can teach you a lot. I am here for it, in essence. I think it's a cool thing. It's... I feel like Jodel is one of those people who has a pact with her friend, like when we're 40 and mm. we're not married. Kristen, you're not too far off because oh. <laughs> my friend and I, uh, we actually said to each other that we're going to sleep with each other one day. Just, 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 just wanted to oh, do it. But then aren't you scared that you're not going to be friends anymore? I've already kissed him before. Oh. And um, we are besties now. So no, it's not awkward at all. Okay, look, all I'm saying is it will end in tears. <laughs> and I I have a policy. Okay, it's not a policy, but like it's a thing. I, I don't want to get involved sexually with my friends because it's not like I'm just friends with you and there's no other connections. We have mutual friends. And if we get into something, we've got all of our mutual friends to think of. And it's like it kind of like becomes like a web. It becomes messy, very messy. But I'm not going to be hypocritical. Because I did experiment with a friend. Mm. And I think this is where I have to make an exception to my policy. So my policy being don't experiment with friends unless they are very attractive. And (laughs) in my case, he was very attractive. And, you know, I'd had a crush on him for a while and he said, no, I'm straight. I'm sorry. And I was like, "Okay, cool. I was going to move on with my life. A couple months later, he messages me at like 11 at night. And he's like, James, I have something to tell you. I was like, what's it? And he's like, I think I'm bi. Cool. You know, I put a little bit of a smile on my face. Booty call. Straight up booty call. Exactly. That was my thought. You know, just a booty call. Yeah. Now I find myself drunk texting him. No. Yeah. So I know where the danger is. Did you guys end up doing the thing? We did do the thing. And are you awkward? Are things awkward between you or is it fine? No, things aren't like, they're not awkward. 
But the issue is now that he thinks that's still all it was. And mm. like, like we said earlier, communication is key. But at the same time, it's messy. It'll always, always I'm be I'm just messy. trying to understand why is it messy? Because if you, because your feelings were involved with, you had feelings for him. Yeah. And now yeah. like I got, you thought it was more than that. Yeah. I, no, no. I, more than that. Just accidentally, I let feelings get involved. And personally for me, if you're friends with someone, you've known them for a couple of years, it's very switch of love to, you know, for that feeling of love to switch from platonic to romantic. And it happens a lot easier with friends than it would strangers. So personally for me, from now on, I'm staying away from friends. That's all That's I have to say about it. Sure. No, I, I can understand that. I think you've raised a really good point. Uh, it's like, have you seen that movie When Harry Met Sally? No. Okay, so basically the whole thing is that they're two friends and they they swear by their friends, 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 friends the whole time until one day they end up having sex. And basically both of them have always had feelings for each other all the way along but didn't communicate that. And I think that an, an act such as sex, as you say, James, is going to bring it out. You know, it's all, all those romantic feelings that maybe they were, maybe you weren't even aware of them. Maybe they were on the back burner in your subconscious somewhere. And you do something that's incredibly intimate with this person who you do have a standing relationship with. And now suddenly you're wanting more. So I don't know. Don't you feel a little bit hurt that you don't have a relationship with this guy now? I do feel hurt. But like I don't have like a basis to feel hurt because, you know, we both knew what it was going in. And it was my fault for, you know, letting myself fall under the bus like that, you know, letting my feelings get involved. But now I need advice. I need to come to you with, you know, a question. <laughs> I need advice. I need help. What do I do now? What 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 does anybody do when this whole thing becomes so awkward? How do you do you drop them as a friend? Do you try to move past it? I think that that's a great question. A lot of people probably have that question on their mind and uh, we will be answering that question. I think we need a bit of a music break to actually think about it. So um, if you have the same question on mind, then we're going to help try and find the best answer for it. So make sure you keep it locked right here on Tax FM. I am fresh. I am now. I am Tux FM 107.2. Into Tux FM 107.2. This is the sex show with myself, Jodal, James, and Kirsten. It is now time for asking for a friend. And this is done anonymously, and we have a voice anonymous. So let's hear. Hey, sex show team. Um, asking for a friend. If you have feelings for someone that's out of your reach, how do you make your feelings known? You mm. suffer. <laughs> it's just pain and it's agonizing and you will sit and probably develop a stomach ulcer as a result, but you got to do it. This is why you have a crush. You're just a <laughs> ray of sunshine <laughs> today, aren't you? <laughs> Honestly, I'm a firm believer in if you feel something, say something. You, like, as, as if you don't say anything, the answer will always be no. And look, don't like we were talking before the show, Jodel said, don't put people on pedestals. And I think that is a brilliant idea. Don't put people on pedestals. Don't imagine this person to be someone better than you just because you find them attractive. Just because you find them attractive, there's a very high chance that they'll find you attractive as well. Shoot your shot, you know. Don't be scared. You need to think of yourself as an attractive person yeah. as well. So if you have confidence, even if you're faking the confidence, confidence just is walking sexy. up to, if a guy has to walk up to me and find me attractive and ask me out, I already find him attractive. Like you could be a five. I'll give you three extra points. You're now a solid eight <laughs> out of ten. So I think that, yeah, you need to see yourself as beautiful and then just think that you you have a shot, you know? I really admire you guys 
and the confidence that you guys have. Well done for being well-rounded human beings and being able to back yourselves. Because as nice as that sounds to me, if I have feelings for someone, it's not even about them being out of reach. It's just about, I dread hearing that word no. I really do. I really dread. Like they could be a two and I'm a seven and I decide for some reason that I'm asking a two out. And I say, oh, do you want to go for coffee sometime? And they just go, hmm, no thanks. Huh. <laughs> so <laughs> ripped apart, guys. How do you guys handle that? Uh, well, okay. I think I will. Okay. I'm. No. Let me tell you. <laughs> you probably got to start. I'm sorry. But listen, I will be telling you some of my best advice when it comes to rejection because I've been there. I've done that and it's crushed me. But now when rejection flies in, I'm just like, oh, okay. No, it is what it is. And I'll be telling you what I do when I experience rejection right after this. This is Tax FM. Fresh, young, and relevant. Tune into Tax FM 107.2. And how do you handle rejection? Or how do you go about asking um, somebody that you have feelings for, hey, can we see where this goes? We have some responses that actually came through on the WhatsApp line. Let's listen to it. I started off by like reacting to their stories on IG and then when they respond, we start conversation, flirty, flirty behavior. Yeah. I really, really, really like this. I think this is sliding in. Instagram is a plug when it comes to flirting and showing somebody that you, that like button in the corner of stories. No, <laughs> sorry. Over, I'm sorry. Overhyped. No. Because it is such a barrier <laughs> between liking someone's story and then actually replying to their story. Like, it's a huge jump. And if you're getting, like, 10 people liking your story, then, like, you, you might know, okay, they might have a thing for me. But, like, it's a huge jump to start a conversation from a liked story. Okay. But at least it's, you know, you're sort of getting in there. Like, yeah. A little bit nervous, so maybe that's, that's the first time. Yeah, that, that, and that'll be a big step. Step number Trust two me. would be the reaction with the heart eye emojis or the fire emoji, okay? That's okay. the reaction. Or maybe we'll start with just like a thumbs up and then go. <laughs> Do that too. <laughs> and then number three, then you now reply and be like, that's gorgeous. Please okay. also hit them with a the line, something cool, quirky, cute, okay? And then the conversation starts and then you just take it from there. All I right, I, I feel like I could do that. But let's maybe go to the WhatsApp line again and hear what else you had to say. To be honest, I uh, really, I can't even flirt to save my life. I don't know when you're flirting with me. So it will just never work out. It will never happen. That's the sad truth. We will never be together if you don't start something with me because I can't start something with you. <laughs> I relate on a spiritual level. No, I get that. I get that. My friend's also the same. We went out the other night and then she's like, I really wanted to get with this boy, but I didn't know if he was into me, but I'm not good. But that's because he didn't come up to me and say something. But I was like, but you need to also go up and say something to them. But then this goes back into the conversation that we were having before when you were speaking about rejection, right? So honestly, I just, when it comes to rejection, it's whatever. Like I get rejected, it's whatever. Do you know what my thing is about flirting and whether it's happening over Instagram or whether it's actually in person, I... I struggle with flirting because okay. if you think about it, what is the definition of flirting, right? Like, because for me, for someone, I, I am not someone who's going to want to go out and just bang someone on the first round, right? I am not wanting to be sexually active. But so I, I don't want to go up to someone and say, oh, no, you're looking so fine. Or whatever. How does that even work? I'm not interested in that necessarily. Honestly, definition of flirting, it's talking slowly and smiling while looking at their lips. 
That's all it is. That's all there is to it. So but there's a formula. There is a formula. <laughs> and we're going to get into that in a moment. But um, yeah, in a moment, we're going to be talking about the formula to flirting, how you flirt, but also how we deal with rejection. You know, if you've ever been rejected, that is right here on Tax FM 107.2. I love my life. I love Tax FM. Tax FM 107.2 and we are just wrapping up our asking for a friend. Now, we had a question on the WhatsApp line. What if you have a crush on someone and way out of your league? How do you go about making that happen? I've already expressed I will with rejection and the prospect of it. Jodel, you said you're actually really good at dealing with that, though. Yeah, I just really, I just handle it like a soldier. I used to let it crush my confidence, but then I realized that, you know what? It just comes with life. It's not you. It's them. You're just not what they want. And that's fine. You're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I always stick with this quote that says you can be the juiciest peach in the world, but there'll still be somebody that doesn't like peaches. And Mm. that's that. Well, I like that. And look, you know, you guys can look at my face right now. Clearly, I don't experience rejection much. Sorry. Sorry, Batting my eyelashes in the studio. But um, honestly, it's yeah, it all comes down to your game and game and flirting, all of that. I can tell you right now, there's no skill to it. There's a little bit of luck. But what it is, is just confidence. That's all it takes to be good at flirting. Be confident and you'll be good at it. Even you know, if you fake the confidence, it's fine. Fake confidence fake is still confidence. Exactly. And that's where we're going to leave things. We have Hit or Miss coming up in a bit. So make sure you keep it locked on Tux FM. You like music? Well, so do we. This is Tux FM. Tax FM 107.2. It's your sex show here. My name is Kirsten. I'm joined by James and Jodell. And it's actually nearing the time where we are about to love and leave you. But before we do that, we need to do something that we're going to start calling here on the sex show Hit or Miss. Basically, what this is, is we're going to present to you an unpopular opinion, whether it's something somebody has asked us, something that is going viral on the Internet. That's a hint for later. And we're going to ask you, well, actually, we're going to turn chat amongst ourselves, is either it's a hit, hit me with that or miss me with that. Now, today, what we really need to chat about, because it is viral on TikTok, I always say this, the, ins- the, 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 the Internet has this way of just birthing these wonderful gems to us where we don't know how they originated, but somehow, somewhere, someone made a TikTok and now it's viral. Are you guys familiar with the concept of vabbing? I've heard it. I also heard about it. it. I've heard it, but I'm not like too familiar with it. So if you are like James and you're not too familiar with what vabbing is, Essentially, this is the concept where someone, normally female, but maybe not necessarily, would take their juices, and by juices I do mean their genital juices, and use them essentially as perfume. So you dab some of it on maybe your wrists, on your neck, maybe behind your ears, and I know that sounds very gross, the idea is that it's going to attract a mate mate, a I'm potential sorry. sexual partner to you. You take the what from your where and you do... The what? The what? The what? That's exactly what you do with it. So we're going to be delving into whether amongst the three of us, this opinion is a hit for us or a miss for us. So do stick around. Tax FM 107.2. It's about now. Tax FM 107.2. And we're doing hit or miss. Can I ask, James, how about you take this one first? The concept of vabbing, is that a hit was it a miss for you? I think if I say it's a hit, I'll be heavily judged. You, you won't yeah. hear me on the show again. So, 
for the sake of keeping my job, I'm going to say this one is a miss for me. It's a miss for you? Okay, you're not about to take your juices. and no, no, no. Not even for the potential Those are your pheromones. inside juices. Keep your inside juices inside. inside where it belongs. I agree with you. It's a big miss with me. Why on earth would you want to... Oh, no, it's, it's, it's a no. It's a no. It's a big miss. I just have such an issue with it. First of all, I would think you're, you're going to smell funny. There's no, this is exactly. not some kind of rose-scented yeah. lily perfume, what, 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 that you're wearing. This is bodily fluids. It's not going to smell great, first of all. And second of all, I don't know. What if you ate something funky earlier that day and now you're really stinking up the room? I do not think that it is going to be able to attract a mate. If anything, your smile and charm will hopefully help you to My do that. My chat is, why is there always so much discourse over like using things other than deodorant or perfume to smell nice? <laughs> why, are we, why are we, you know, looking inside our own bodies? People are trying to keep it organic. I think they're just trying to keep it wholesome and organic. Wholesome. There's nothing There's wholesome, nothing about, wholesome that. about that. They're holes, but it's not wholesome. <laughs> do you know what I think about this? It's definitely okay. So you're, you've got three misses. I feel like we're the, the panel of X Factor, right? You've got three misses for today's hit or miss. Honestly, my opinion is that somebody wanted to make a viral TikTok and this was the way that they thought they could do it. Vabbing, please don't do it. Spray some deodorant. As James said, you're most likely to attract someone better that way. Precisely. And that's where we're going to leave things today for the sex show. Oh, it feels so good being back and doing the sex show. For the mm. first time. Well, I hope my mom doesn't tune in. <laughs> yeah, parents, I'm so sorry. But also, I hope that you learn something from this as well. It's about, as we said at the beginning, it's all about having an open, honest conversation amongst people our age where we can really talk about this. You know, So we're going to be bringing you some research. We're going to be bringing you some interaction. So, of course, our WhatsApp line is always open in future weeks. It's 061-720-1072. It's completely anonymous. So any of the questions that you have, any of the stories you have we'd love to bring it to conversations the conversations that you'd like us to exactly cover. and you'd be surprised maybe you're, you're feeling a little bit embarrassed about something that you want to ask but you're not quite sure you'd be surprised how many other people are wondering exactly that we don't pretend to be experts here on the sex show but we also want to just bring this out into the open so you can catch us right here on your airwaves that is every wednesday between 10 p.m and 11 p.m it's also going to be in podcast form so even if you don't catch it live on air you can catch it on our website it's iono it's a podcast there you can go and listen to it all you like and remember to always keep it freaky <laughs>